Big Perk, we're back. It's uh, the Betting Academy Hoops edition. Obviously, that's Big Perk, the big fella. I'm Gina, the, I don't know, the little fella. (laughs) (laughs) Perk, let's get right into it. I feel like we're, I feel like, yo, we're going to play some positionless podcasting. Like we play, like they play positionless basketball. Like we got so much to cover. We always start with the picks. We're going to do that. We'll look ahead as as far as we can look. COVID's kind of making it tough for for some of these lines and games. We we won't look too far ahead. We'll keep it simple. And then I feel like we got a lot of a dope little rumor mill shit coming up. Trades, some futures, some some o- different odds, shaping mm-hmm. some Le- some LeBron, mm-hmm. some some LeBron as a sleeper shit, right? Um, but yeah, let's start right off. Like I think uh, here's here's what I, I want to do with your picks. I think I have like a big three of games tonight, and you know something about a big three. And I think like I'm gonna I'm gonna toss these out at you. You tell me what you think, and then if there's anything you like that I missed, just jump in there and let me know. Oh, so, oh, I'm ready. I'm telling yeah. you, I'm ready. I've I've been waiting on this. I'm telling you, I know this before you toss out your picks. Over the next five days, or maybe you know maybe week or so. It would be wise to take all bets against the Clippers. No Paul George and no Kawhi Leonard for I, I, probably about another, you know, seven, eight days at least. Yeah, they might the not Clippers, make this road trip. That's what I'm saying. The Clippers are on the road. I'm telling you, take every bet against the Clippers, okay? They're not going to cover. They're not going to win. Period. Okay. Like we, we, we could see like a six-game losing skid for the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. Or, or at least a six game not covering skid. Cause because losing isn't the same as not cover. You could, you know, you could win but not cover. So yeah, I mean, like you could lose and cover. So uh, there's things we can do, right? I mean, just like just even think like yesterday, right? Does the spread was six when they was playing against the Hawks? Yeah. The spread was six. The the like the Clippers had the league at, at the half, and then all of a sudden the Hawks just walked it down like a four by four track meet on the last league. Like it was it was that easy. So take every team against the Clippers. Do I mean if the Clippers on the on, on the schedule, go with the other side. They're gonna cover, okay? This is a, your favorite thing. You've been waiting to say this shit since the bubble, since down, since up three yep, one yep, loss. Yeah, yeah. Yep, Bet yep. against the Clippers. <laughs> we'll talk about the Clippers too, probably next up or, or or the one after, because I actually think the value of the Clippers, especially without Paul George and Kawhi, those odds might get a lot longer against them because those guys are out. And then it'd be a good time to put some money on them, even if it's just a little bit, because you know they're going to come back and then we'll see what they can do. But I'm with you. At least it, game, at least spreads moving forward for this road trip, bet against the Clippers, right? Right. Absolutely. All right. All right. All right. So my big three, um, you know, and, and, and speaking of big three, like like I said, you know something about a big three. And and by the way, the Clippers are without their big three. It's not just Kawhi and Paul George, but I feel Pat Bev is everybody's out. Like there, a whole bunch of people ain't making the trip. Lou will maybe. I mean, health and safety protocols has been like the new four letter phrase of this year. It's crazy how many postponements and how many get got games guys are missing and and what that does to odds and how we bet. So, but see, but see, that's 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 the reason why. You shouldn't be top heavy, like in order, especially if you're a contender, you got to have a roster that's balanced. That if one of your stars or maybe two of your stars are not there, that they could maintain at least be 500. Now, I will say this I might not be all the way correct on this, but I, I think I'm about 80% sure, right? Yeah. Because I also counted the Memphis Grizzlies out when John Moran got hurt and they surprised us. So but I will say this. 
The Clippers are on the road without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard taking. Okay, my bad, G. Carry on. <laughs> no, uh, no, you're probably not wrong. When are you wrong? Uh, I'm with you. But so we'll talk about the Clippers as we go. We'll see what happens with them. Um, and I think similarly, we're going to talk a little bit about the Heat because they're set to get some of their players back. Again, health and safety protocols. People kind of maybe you're sleeping on them a little bit. Could be good value. But let's start with the ESPN game tonight, Wednesday night, right? We got Lakers 76ers. This is going to be a good one for a lot of reasons. Lakers, three and a half point favorites. That's you, it? Three, three and a half. Yeah, three and a half point favorites. And we'll talk a little bit about this clash of the Titans with, with the MVP ramifications between Embiid and LeBron. But yeah, you, you think they should be favored by how much? I mean, the way that the Lakers have been playing, going into Philly, Philly have been playing phenomenal basketball. But look, the Lakers, when it's a team that they feel like, you know, is one of the best, as like right now, they go in and they've been smacking people. And I feel like with the bright lights, they're going to be on a mission. And guess what? LeBron James is going to be LeBron James, and we already know who that is. But Anthony. Marshawn Davis Jr. is going to be a goddamn problem. You hear me? He's going yeah. to be a mother effing problem. When you Kid. say his whole government name, it's he's, he's going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always bounced back. Like, he had a subpar game. He, he fell back last game against the Cavs because Braun took it over. Sure. He he wants this matchup. Like, he, he AD don't talk a lot. He don't talk a lot of noise. He's not uh, really active on social media. But he sees everything, and he's going to go in there saying, oh, okay, y'all talking about Joel and B and all that. No, y'all going to be talking about AD when we leave out of here tonight. Yeah, well, speaking of LeBron, and that's why I say we're kind of going to go positionless because we're talking about picks. But then also, man, I can pull a tweet out of my ass right now about from you last night. LeBron scored 46 versus Cleveland. Sorry, on Monday, on Monday night. LeBron scored 46 versus Cleveland, right? Uh, yes. tw- 21 in the fourth quarter. And your tweet was interesting. Somebody up in, in, in the in the Cavs arena, LeBron's old home, the house that LeBron built at Quicken had something to say. Old Jason Hillman couldn't just sit over there and keep a cool booty, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I know yeah. he wish he didn't poke that damn bear. That that's carry on. Like he got into LeBron's ass and LeBron got right back in it. Yeah, like I, I mean, I never I never seen someone clap so hard over one missed shot. Like it was one missed shot at the buzzer. At the end of the quarter, like, and then it's like, you know, you know that it's a little animosity over there. Because there's only two people that LeBron James fooled with in the clap in the Cavs front office. That's Gansey and, and Brandon Williams. That's the only two people. Everybody else, LeBron James really don't cut for, and, and they know this. They know this. Everybody else was over there just quiet, just watching the game. That clapping that he did, the way that he you saw the, the clip, right? It was just like it was excessive he, and juvenile. Yeah, like so, so here's the thing. I remember Coach Gentry used to always say, like, he told the fans one time, hey, hey, don't talk noise to him, man. But it was to Kobe Bryant. He was like, Shh, he's not, he's not really, he's not doing nothing right now. Don't wake him up because you don't have to play against him. Right. So you over there, while you on the, over there on the sideline, hyping it up and instigating. You put Tory and Prince in harm's way, Colin Sexton, and that's just exactly what happened. That's what yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't even a three point. It was like a mid range. Like he missed it, like from the elbow extended. Like, 
Who cares? Why would you even awake the sleeping fucking giant that is LeBron James? Like, it's crazy. I, I honestly still think people are betting against LeBron. And I honestly still still think people are sleeping on him. I know at this point he's like the MVP favorite. We'll talk about that. I think he plus 500. Um, mm. but it, it, close, to, close to the favorite, if not the favorite. I think he bunny hopped Luka. But I think people are still sleeping on this dude and still betting against the clearly homeboy at the front office in the Cavs, betting against the King. Well, well, I'll tell you what. I'm not betting against him. I knew the Lakers was going to be good as a team. But I can't lie. I slept on Braun this year. I thought with the short turnaround, boys, with the short offseason, I thought he was going to be doing a lot of fucking load management. He ain't doing that. He's played every game, including back-to-backs. And he's balling. When you go back and look at his numbers, it's still 25 points a game, 50% from the field, almost eight rebounds, and seven and a half assists. And the only reason that his assists are down is because he moved back to that small forward, or should I say point forward position, because now Dennis the Menace is taking over the point guard slot. So I'm like, LeBron, well, thanks to Jason Hillman, he gave us. He gave. He, he. LeBron James gave us a friendly reminder the other night to put some damn respect on his name when you talk about the MVP. One other thing, there, G, and then I'm gonna let you go. No. This is why. This is why I was trying to tell people and inform people about all this PR and analytics bullshit. Okay, last year when they was picking Giannis to win the MVP, because I kept saying. No, watch the game with your eyes, the impact on the game with your eyes. Giannis could never take over a fourth quarter like that, not like the way LeBron did. The game was close at the third quarter. I think the Cavs might have been down, if I'm not mistaken. This is what I'm saying. When it gets tough in the fourth, LeBron could take over. Giannis, he's standing in the corner watching Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday do their work. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and I think we're we're I think I'm I think I'm anyway done. You probably you are uh, uh, talking about Giannis in the MVP race, kind of like I'm done talking about Luca. Like they need they need to show me something different. I think we're talking yeah. about LeBron and Embiid, and I think you know we got we got PG hanging around in there as like a, as like a long shot. We'll talk about him later. But so the Lakers three and a half point favorites. That's not Take enough. It. Take it. Take that's it. not enough. ESPN tonight Wednesday night. But there's a fun. We, let's do a fun player prop on this game. Okay, LeBron versus Embiid. Who will score more points? So LeBron minus 120, Embiid minus 106. It's close. Who's going to score more points tonight? LeBron. Yeah. How, uh, LeBron. What's he going to put up? Uh, he's probably going to put up around about 26. Yeah. All right. 26. I, I'm going 26. with You going with who? Embiid. I, I, I just said don't bet against the King, but this is a fun one. I still think Lakers take the I still think take take the Lakers three and a half point favorites for sure. But I think Embiid is going to score more points. Embiid's the Embiid's the only guy on the Sixers who can put up like the the, the 45, 35 point game. Hey. And and LeBron has AD to deal with on his side. So I think probably Embiid scores more points, but the, the Sixers lose. And, and, and G, look. I get where you're coming from, but you do have to realize, okay? And I'm not – look, I agree with you. MB, I've been high on him. He's been balling. But he is playing against the number one defense in the league. You know, a veteran in Marcus All, Anthony Davis, Montrez Harrell, guys that know how to play boxes and elbows, load up to the paint, take, take away driving gaps. He's going to get different looks. So 
He have to be prepared for that. I'm not saying that you're wrong and I'm right. I'm just saying that it's going to be a different different look for him tonight. Yeah, and 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 Bede has slightly better odds, so you know maybe it is fun to like go with LeBron and also don't ever bet against the King. We, we like <laughs> we like the Lakers. I just think like Embiid is going to want to show out for LeBron, and I just think like Embiid. Man, like LeBron doesn't care about the numbers he puts up individually. He just wants to win the games. And I think Embiid also has it in his mind. He's making a case for MVP. So I think he does care about individual performance, which I think motivates him. LeBron don't need that shit. Like you, he could have had 10 MVP trophies. He doesn't have those. He knows he should have them. LeBron could have a, a defensive player of the year trophy this year too, if we really want to talk about it. Well, Cause you, right. Go ahead. Yeah. No, gee. Uh, so look, while, while we're on this subject real quick, I, like before we go on, it's something that you said yesterday that I forgot. I wanted to comment on uh, one of your tweets. I thought it was so spot on. Okay, it was so spot on that it was ridiculous with like how you said it, and and it was right. Right, you was like so many people quick and like so many people was like ready to race and post pictures of them and Kobe. Right. This, this is this is what I this is the problem that I have. When you honoring somebody, how about just post a picture of them? Right. Like, let that be it. Let that be it. We, we all know you may you don't have to let the world know that you knew Kobe Bryant. Like, you don't have to let people know. So what if they don't believe you? All you have to do is give them their moment. Even when I try to post birthday shout outs right i try to give that individual person their moment i don't want the picture with me and them and all that not unless they put in a request right, right. but and pay your 136 dollar rate for cameo then yeah yeah right i yeah. just want i just want like give people just that one moment like just it's their moment post a picture it's cool cold we miss you and just leave it out everybody has to like kind of include themselves and right. not saying that everybody was doing it for the wrong reasons because some, some people, people just yeah some people are right but some people have a, I, have, a, have an honest claim to to the relationship they had with kobe and i love that and and they can do what they want to celebrate it and to grieve other people you could tell it was forced it, it felt exploitative and that's what i didn't like about it yes yes yeah. yes I, I just wanted to tell you i i saw it and i was like you know what I want to comment, but I was going to bring more fuel to the fire. But I, I completely got where you was coming from on your tweet. And I and I loved it. I was like, nah, this it. This spot on. Well, shit. At Gina Paradiso on Twitter. At Kendrick Perkins on Twitter. I appreciate that, Perk. Like, it just felt, like, ill to me. And I just wanted to say something because, you know, yesterday was a tough day. Uh, especially tougher as the night went on in the NBA. And, we, and we'll we we'll talk a little Kobe when we get out of here. I, you played against him in the finals. Um, but yeah, it, it just, it, so, some of that shit is just so self-serving and like, I yeah. don't know, I don't know where people are coming from with it, but I guess everyone grieves and mourns differently. So I didn't want to go too further. I'm glad we didn't fuel the fire. Like you said, but yeah, I, I wasn't in on a lot of that shit either. No, nah, that's real shit though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we know Lakers 76ers tonight. We know LeBron, you know, plus 500 for MVP and Embiid plus 600. It's close. Uh, the, the prop we talked about, we like you know, Embiid's slight favorite um, to score more tonight. I like Embiid. You like LeBron. All right. The Lakers, they're going to win the game. They're going to cover. They're three and a half point favorites. Let's move on. Heat Nuggets. Nuggets, five and a half point favorites. Um, 
we think Tyler Harrow, and, Tyler Harrow and Avery Bradley questionable ret- to return. They've been out with health and safety protocols, COVID. We don't know about Jimmy Butler. The heat discussion is interesting to me after you make your pick, because I feel like we could put some money on the heat here pretty soon and get great value. They're only going to get their guys back and get better and have a shot in the East. Don't, don't sleep on them either. Right. But what do you think tonight? Heat nuggets, nuggets minus five and a half. Take the Miami heat, take the Miami heat, because if I learned anything watching them go back to back with the Brooklyn Nets is that you never count out Eric Spolster. He is going to have a game plan. I don't know what kind of zone he was running, but it was a it was a, a a brilliant idea to slow them down. And the last game, the Heat just missed shots. So I'm looking at the Denver Nuggets. They don't defend at all. They don't defend worth the shit. Okay, cool. They don't defend. Jokic is not going to be able to get out there. They do because you got to realize the Miami Heat does a lot of dribble handoff. They point guard is bam. Right, he's initiating their offense. He's pushing the pace, you know. And I think the pace, the 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 pick the pick action is going to get to the Denver Nuggets because I just don't see, you know, if he come if, if Duncan Robinson is coming off a handoff and, and Bam setting the screen, rolling to the basket for the lob. I can't see Jokic being able to jump out there and stop Duncan Robinson from shooting the three, or God stopping uh, Bam from getting the lob. Whatever the case may be. I would take the Heat. I'm not saying the Heat is going to win, which I think they are, but I would take them with the points for sure. Yeah, yeah. And look, like my my thing, my favorite thing to do right now to talk about the Heat um, <clears throat> is: are there odds to win the Eastern Conference Finals? And, and you know, frankly, to win the finals, you know, they're a little longer there. But Miami's plus one thousand right now to win the East. They don't have Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero questionable, Avery, Avery Bradley questionable. Mm-hmm. They haven't had those guys. So when those guys come back, we're going to shorten those odds a little bit. Should we put a little money on the Heat plus a thousand to win the East right now? It's not a good no, value. No, and you and you and you know how unless they get a, unless they trade for Bradley Beal, don't do it. Yeah, don't that do could, it. That could happen. Yeah, if not, they trade for Bradley Beal, changes the whole narrative. But my honest opinion, I just don't feel like the Heat are better than Brooklyn. I don't feel like the Heat is better than the Celtics. And I don't feel like the Heat is better than the 76ers. I still believe that the Heat will beat the Milwaukee Bucks in the seven-game series. But those other three teams, I just feel like the Heat is not better than. Yeah, and look, like Brooklyn plus 155 to win the East. They're the favorite. Milwaukee plus 270. But yeah, I'm with you. I think the Heat have their number. And then Celtics and Philly sitting together at plus 700. This is to win the East. Miami's plus 1,000. I don't know. Like, we talk a lot about put a dollar on it. Like, I, I might put like a like a ten dollars on the on the on the heat at plus a thousand or a hundred dollars on the heat at plus a thousand to win the East. Never know, never know. You, you never know. You never know. I, I like it's not a it's not a bad bet. I mean, it's not something that I'll say, Jeannie, you tripping? Don't do that shit. What the fuck you thinking? Nah, it ain't it ain't to the extreme. I'm like, all right, test the waters. Like yeah. you know how I feel about them goons. You know yeah. how I feel about Eric Sposa. I strongly believe that. He's the best coach in today's game. That's just my opinion, and that's yeah. how I feel. And He's, South Beach, South Beach is always going to be undefeated, COVID or not. It's going to be undefeated. Yeah. Well, and, and, and here it is, right? This is why I got so much respect for Eric Spoelstra, and it's no disrespect to the players of the Miami Heat, right? But 
he is the one coach, in my opinion, that's working with less and getting the most out of it. If you look at all the contenders, the Miami Heat, whether people believe it or not, they consider themselves a contender. And rightfully so. They're the yeah. Eastern Conference champ. They but haven't had their worked. best player all season, and he's coming back. So right. th- I, I agree. they're in it. And by the way, you you talk about, I mean, my thing is just it, Jimmy's not back yet, and and they've had Tyler and and Avery out. When no, at plus a thousand, when those guys get back, those odds are going to shorten. So if you if you're going to put money on the Heat, do it do now. It now. Right. I agree. Right. Right. I agree. By the way, what happens if Bradley Beal comes to the Heat? Let's rehash that because if he comes, those odds are even better. Put your money on him now. But but I I still think Duncan has to go and Tyler Hero has to go for Bradley. You don't, right? I, I think you could keep Duncan Robinson, but I think you package up maybe Tyler Hero and you package up Goran Dragic to make the money work. But Duncan, make- Duncan Robinson's got like a $20 million price tag, right? That's They can keep him? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, Goran Dragic is, is really like, I mean, even if you can't keep him, look, let me tell you something. Duncan Robinson, probably under Steph Curry and Seth Curry, is the third best shooter in today's game. Like, What about KD? Huh? What about KD? Where does he fall? KD is the best scorer, but he's not a – he's a sniper, but he's not Duncan Robinson. Like, Duncan Robinson just changes the whole game. It's like he opens so much up in the lane because it's like, and the way he moves without the ball, you have to be aware of him at all times. Yeah. If he scores zero points, he is so valuable to that team, period. Just being him, just him being on the court. And as soon as he cross half court, it's like, no, you're in arm's reach. I don't yeah. give a damn who's driving the lane. You do not leave him. Yeah, and by the way, just to throw this out there for sixth man of the year, Goran Dragic plus 750. I like that. I actually like that. He it could be Goran Dragic to lose, right? I mean, I know he's not the yeah. favorite right now, but a lot can happen. But we'll, we'll come be. we'll come back to that. I think the Heat have a lot of betting potential, especially because they're only going to get better odds as, as they get their guys back. All right, the final. I think the the other game we should talk about, and I want to just talk about Utah a little bit. Um, so you've got Lakers, Sixers, and Heat Nuggets. Um, um, Minnesota Golden State, we could talk about that. I like this Dallas-Utah game. Utah's three-and-a-half-point favorites. I think that's crazy. Do you think they're enough of a favorite against the struggling Dallas Mavericks at home, Utah? Yeah, because because the Mavericks are getting everyone back. And you have to understand, it's just so much hype with Porzingis and, and Luka. And, and to be honest... I, I don't want to say this in the wrong way, but fuck that. I got to keep it real. Luca, he has been putting up his 30-point triple-doubles, but it hasn't converted into winning basketball. Right. And I just want to know when is people going to call him out on winning basketball? Because Russell Westbrook could average a triple-double, and people say, oh, but you're losing the game. Luca has lost games with a triple-double. He lost his last game. But if it's Russell Westbrook, People are ready to kill him. And I know Russ has, ain't playing well, but all I'm saying is I want to see Luka where he's taking charges. I want to see Luka where he's diving on the floor. I want to see Luka making winning plays. Because go back. If you want to compare him to the best in the MVP conversation, LeBron James is at the top of the charts as far as defensively. 
Joel B is at the top of the charts defensively. Both of those guys are in the MVP conversation, and right under them is Luca. So and don't Luka forget about has, don't forget about my guy, my sleeper, Paul George, one of the great two way players in the league. He plays defense too. You're absolutely right, but that's what I'm saying. Like we we got to start holding Luca accountable for yeah. winning plays, not just that filling up the stat sheet, but winning plays when it matters the most. Dallas has lost five of their last seven. I just think like it, Utah only being a three and a half point favorite at home. Utah's on a nine-game win streak, right? They beat the Bucks. They beat the Hawks on this on this streak. The Hawks are a good team. I think they beat the Nuggets. You and by the way, to go back to Shaq's, you know, crit criticism of of Donovan, like you, the, that's why I think Utah. Like people are sleeping on the Jazz. I think Donovan right now is you know on the third best team in the West with only LeBron and Kawhi's teams ahead of him. Donovan taking a lot of criticism from Shaq and from others. Utah Jazz, man, sleeper in the West. The, Utah could win it. Utah could win the West. The they, odds are not that bad for them winning the no, West. No, they're, they're the number two seed now. And right, right. they are, like, you could jump out on the limb right now and say that they are a dark horse contender. Yeah. Right? They're a dark horse contender. Like, they have a really good team. And defensively, they lock in. This is why I think they're a three-point favorite. They're coming in, although... They're playing back at home, right? Yes. They coming off. Of, they coming off a of back to back. Yeah. So that's probably what it is. But now nah, Utah defensively, they're clicking on all cylinders. I think last night against the Knicks, maybe had six players in double figures. So, you know, it's just Utah's a yeah. Utah's a sleeper to me. I actually think the 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 three and a half points isn't enough against, you know, a struggling Dallas team. But you're right, they're on a back-to-back -back and they're Dallas getting guys back. Utah's plus 800 to win the West. Only the Clippers and Lakers have better odds. I don't think it's out of the question that Utah's being slept on and that Utah can win the West. I don't think it's out of the question. I don't think that those odds are that bad. So, I don't know. I put a little money on that. Why not? Yeah, dark horse contender. They, yeah. they, look, and last year I picked Utah to be my dark horse contender, but you know, Bogdanovich got hurt. He went back overseas, chose not to go to the bubble. But now I just want to see them a couple more games, and I'm going to go out on the limb and say, nah, they're my dark horse contender, meaning that they're my team I'm picking out of the East and the West that could possibly win it all, and I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. So they're, on, so they're on a nine-game win streak. If, we, if they get to like a 12-game win streak, you might be a believer. Right. No, you know what? You you know what? I just I just want to see them more against like a Laker team, a Clippers. Uh, I want to see them against like the Celtics, the Nets. That's that's how I want to gauge them. Yeah. Not you. You know what I mean? So I yeah. want to see those games and see where they at. And then not saying that they don't have quality wins because they do. I just want to see it again. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. So that we we got the we like the Lakers tonight. Um, you like the Heat, right? No, no, not sure if they're going to win, but we think they're going to cover Nuggets or five and a half point favorites. For the game. Not, yeah, for the all game. All these are for the game. Not, for the not game. first half tonight, all for the game. Lakers, three and a half point favorites, take them. Uh, heat, uh, five and a half point dogs, take them. And then we've got Utah, three and a half point favorites, take them. Right. All right. All right. Let's take, speaking of take them, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of rumor shit um, and some carry on. We'll be right back. <laughs> the next time you're watching basketball, I've got the perfect way for you to get in on the action for free. 
I'm talking about NBA in play. It's absolutely free to play on the FanDuel app and features all the fun of live betting. NBA in play turns every quarter of every game into a free contest where you can win real cash prizes. So while you're watching the game, all you have to do is predict the outcomes of plays and game props before they happen to claim your share of the prize pool. Best of all, a new contest starts every quarter of every game, giving you even more ways to win. FanDuel is the exclusive home for NBA in-play, so the action is always available right at your fingertips on the FanDuel app. The app is so easy to use and it takes less than two minutes to sign up. And it doesn't matter where you live or where you're traveling to because NBA in-play is available in every state. That's big. Don't miss your shot. Get in on the game and download the FanDuel app to start playing NBA in-play today. All right, y'all, we're back. It's the Betting Academy Hoops edition. Big perk. Gina, you you got our picks. Let's talk about some of the things we've been seeing out there on the social medias mm. um, about some of these trades, possibilities, and, and how they can affect some futures, um, how they can ex- affect some team and some player futures. You, we talked about Bradley Beal possibly going to Miami, possibly going to the Sixers, right? It, you you told us what you think Miami has to give up. If Brad goes to the Sixers, who do they have to give up? Ben Simmons. Okay. Ben Simmons. And, and, and look, this makes the most sense in my opinion. And if I'm the Sixers, I, I'm not even hesitant to make this move because Brad, comps, Brad and Joel complements each other way better than Ben Simmons and Joel. Here it is. It's not on the Sixers. It's not on the Heat. It's on Bradley Beal. Like, those teams will trade for him in a heartbeat. It's on him to say, you know what? I'm getting tired of being in this bad relationship where I'm giving up all the love and not getting the love back. I'm averaging, I'm the league leading scorer, averaging almost 35 points a night. I gave it all to my city. It's time for me to go to a contender. He doesn't need to waste any more of his prime trying to please the Washington Wizards or the fan base, and no one should be mad at him. He has laid it all out on the line. He has been as loyal as he possibly can to that organization, and he deserves better. He's going to have to man up, request the trade, and then he will be get he will get trade. They somebody will pick. Look, I'm telling you, Wick. That trade won't even take long. Yeah. Max three days. People are going to empty the clip to get him over there. But he has to come out publicly and say that he wants to trade. Yeah, which doesn't seem like his style. He just seems like such a good dude. And I'm not saying guys who are empowered and ask for trades aren't good dudes. I'm just saying it doesn't, doesn't necessarily seem like it's Brad's style. Question, is Bradley Beal going to be the scoring champ? Yes. And okay. you remember, I, look, and, and I and I said this. I said, people was wondering how it was going to work with Russell Westbrook. I said Russell Westbrook was going to take a back seat and that Bradley Beal could possibly have an MVP-type season, which he's doing. It's just that they don't have the right pieces for them to win games. Like, I'm, you, you pay Bertans, what, $80 million. I have, He hasn't showed up. Uh, Rui Hachimara, he's been hurt on and off. It's just like, they haven't had their squad enough to click. And by the way, they're putting up more than enough points. They are just ranked second to last defensively. They cannot guard. And it's sad because I love Scott Brooks, but he got fire up under that seat. He is in the hot seat like no other. Hey, listen to this. 
Bradley Beal to be MVP plus 19,000. Hell yeah, I'm putting some money on that. Who the fuck? Why not? Like, put a dollar on it. Right, yeah, Perks? Put, put one dollar on it. It ain't going to hurt nothing. Because say they, don't, say they don't trade them and they happen to go on the 10-game winning streak and they are now back in the playoffs. He's the league leading scorer. Guess what? Them odds go drop. I mean, anything is possible, but I don't see it happening. Yeah. But and, I will put a dial on. Yeah. And with odds like that, he's probably not going to be the MVP. But if he does get traded to Philly and their powers, powers in the East, if he does go to Miami, their powers in the East, yeah, you can make the case. I think it'd be yeah, harder. Put 50 cent on it. Put, put 50, 50 cents. Yeah, 50 cent, two quarters. It ain't going to hurt a, dollar, a dime and a nickel. Listen, yeah. um, listen <laughs> to this. If Ben Simmons, if they make that trade and Ben Simmons goes to Washington, Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook, is that the worst shooting backcourt in the league? Yes, but that that wouldn't it wouldn't stand because if they trade Bradley Bill, they're either going to trade Russ or buy him out. Right, right. All right, let's talk about some other stuff. Listen, you we talked about free JJ Reddick a lot, and it was one of the, you ha, you started that movement that whole hashtag free JJ. And now everybody's talking about it. Where do you like JJ going, and f- maybe for who? And then we'll talk about what that does to that team once once we once we get there. So, so to be honest, I have a few teams I like JJ to go to, but it's one in particular that I would love JJ Reddick to go to, and that's the Boston Celtics. He will go in and be exactly what they need. Can you imagine, uh, you know, the Celtics having Kimba, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, and JJ Reddick just going small and saying, forget it? Or if they want to go small with one big and take out Marcus Smart, just just the spacing on the floor with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown with a JJ Reddick would be phenomenal. Like, and JJ Reddick would love it. Like people are telling me, oh man, JJ Reddick ain't been hitting shit. He ain't been hitting no three. That's because he don't want to be there. Probably like this ain't what he's looking for. Like they're, they're rebuilding. Yeah, like, he's staying ain't it. He's coming in off the bench. He's, he's up in age where he should be on a contender. Like, he don't want to be there. Get J.J. to a contender and watch him take the hell off. All right, Boston right now plus 2,000 to win the chip. If J.J. comes, woo, I, th- I, th- we put, I think you put some money on that, especially if you think he's going to go there. And the Pelicans have said they're open to, to maybe trading him, but they definitely said they're open to trading Josh Hart and Lonzo Ball, which is another interesting, which is another interesting one. Eddie Gonzalez tweeted Eddie and, and Kevin Durant do a podcast together, the et cetera. Eddie Gonzalez, known as Boogie Buzzins on Twitter, tweeted Zoe and Hart for Kelly Oubre. So what happens if Josh Hart and, and Lonzo go to the Warriors and Oubre comes to the Pels? Obviously, it's a wrap on the Pels, but what does that do to the Warriors or whatever? Where do you like those guys going, those guys going instead? I, I don't like the trade at all. I don't think it helps benefit either either uh, one, to be honest, right? But here, here's the thing that I have. Here's the thing that I have a problem with, okay? I have a problem with Lonzo Ball and Kelly Oubre both being traded so much in their short-term career. That is a problem, especially with Lonzo Ball being a number two pick. Like, you're about to be on your third team in four years if you get traded to Golden State. That's just not a good look. That's not a good look because once you get traded again, things don't work out in Golden State. We could be possibly seeing an Anthony Bennett. Yeah. 
And that's sad. And that's too. And that's it's sad. sad. It's sad, but we gotta look on, on our podcast. G, not only do we we give people great information about how to bet, insight, teach them the game, but we gotta keep it one hundred. Also, keep it one hundred. Yeah, it I mean, just wouldn't be a good look. Yeah, and that trade is just funny to talk about. As a Warrior fan, I don't know if I'm okay with it or not. But I like JJ Redick to the Celtics. By the way, just just throwing this out here, if we're talking about putting a dollar on shit, right? JJ Redick right now, sixth man of the year, plus sixty five hundred. Put a dollar on it. Put ten dollars. If he goes to the Celtics, he's coming off the bench. I mean, it's possible he could be in that conversation, top three, six man. He's going to be the first off the bench. That's right. That's right. All, so, all, all, you know what? I would say this. I wouldn't be surprised. If if Brad go back to his original deal and bring Marcus Smart in off the bench, yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised if he would start if he don't if he wouldn't start Kemba, Jalen Brown, JT, JJ Reddick with a Tristan Thompson. Yeah, then we could be talking about Marcus Smart and his but, futures for a six man too. Yeah, yeah, but put a dollar on it. I would put a dollar on it. Right? Why not? Why not? All right. This the, this other one that intrigued the hell out of me. Derek Rose to the Clippers or the Knicks? We could talk about D Rose all day, six man. Hey, the Clippers need a backup point guard. The Knicks, whatever. I mean, you get D Rose to a, a, a big market, I guess. But what if Derek Rose goes to the Clippers? What does that do? It changes things. <laughs> it does. How? Yeah. Dr- dramatically. First of all, in my opinion, Right now, if I had to pick, it's Clippers in the Lakers Western Conference Finals. Like th- what we was looking for last year, I think we're going to get that this year. Don't sleep on the Utah a, Jazz. A, you have a Utah Jazz. They're a dark horse. Yep. But you had a Derrick Rose to this team, and I don't see him being a backup. Oh, so they Pat Bev goes to the bench? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well. Well, look, Derrick Rose right now for six men, assuming he does get traded right and he does come off the bench, let's say with the Clippers, D Rose six man plus thirty six hundred. Put, um, put two dollars on it. Do it right now, right? It, and he's, I think he's coming back tonight. He's been out for a couple of games. I think he's coming back tonight versus Cleveland. And D Rose is averaging just under fifteen points a game. I think fourteen point eight. Yo, mm. as, as a six man on the Clippers, he could still average fifteen coming off the bench. Easy, easy, and then then they would let him rock out. And you know one thing about you know one thing about D Rose is that he will come in as a six man, but on top of it, he is a guy that actually could close out a game for them. Like they don't have to depend on Kawhi, they don't have to pe- depend on Paul George. Like D Rose is capable of taking over the fourth quarter and just going to work. And that's what you don't get with Pat Bev. You Pat Bev will probably come up with a big time deflection or steal for you late. But but not offensively. He's not he's not winning the game on on a shot. And neither is Reggie Jackson. But Derrick Rose gives him that. I agree. Like you were talking about a whole nother type of big three ish in L.A. If that mm-hmm. happens, and I like it. All right. These are this is fun to talk about. But I just want to ask you, um, let's let's play something. We'll just call it like finger roll or fade away. Right. Like a finger roll, easy money. And a fade away is like eh, fade that. Like, don't take that bet. Let's just talk about six man of the year right now. Um, Jordan Clarkson plus one ninety five finger roll or fade away. Oh, that's a finger roll. Okay, uh, and your guy Goran Dragic plus seven fifty six man. Mm, that's a bank shot from the from the right block. All right, so not not necessarily like you wouldn't fade it. Like you're not saying pass on that. You're saying like eh, I'm, I'm saying like 
I'm saying Jordan Clarkson, I will put like $20 on that because without him, the Utah Jazz would not be on a nine-game winning streak and they would not be number two in the West. Like, that's how valuable he's been. He's came up so huge for them in clutch moments off the bench where he's been that huge spark where they, they've been able to get that separation. Been down two, he comes in the game and run off buckets and all of a sudden they're up 12. Like, yeah. He he's the front runner fully. He yeah he's the favorite. He's my, he's one of my favorite players in the league. All right, f- finger roller fade away. This is your guy, Shake Milton. You like Shake plus twelve hundred. Finger roll. You know why? Philly's at the top. He he is the only guy that is, I believe that is averaging double figures for them off the bench, and he's he's just a walking bucket. This is not a fad. This is something that's going to keep trending. He, and some guys just are walking buckets. He is relentless, and he could do it. And by the way, he has the green light. Doc Rivers give, has given him the green light, so we're going to see a lot of him, and, and we're going to hear about him having big nights. So if Joel is, don't have it going, Seth Curry don't have it going, Tobias don't, Shake Milton is going to have those monster nights. Could Shake, could, layup. could Shake have a monster night tonight against the Lakers? Against Caruso? Caruso? Caruso, the legend, the goat, yeah. Yeah, Caruso be locking in, man. Like, wow, it that's, high, on, that's high praise for Alex. Good. Yeah, I, it I depends. Like on, it depends on when he comes into the game because the Lakers are so good defensively. Like, you're just not having a huge, huge night on them. Yeah, well, unless you're maybe unless you're Joel Embiid, but yeah, I think it's tough. So, because <laughs> because I because I put my money on that tonight. All right, but for me, so this is what I like. We talked about it. I like D Rose six man. It's not a finger roll, but it's not a fade away. He's plus thirty six hundred. So I'll put a dollar on it. I win thirty six dollars. Like what yeah. the hell? What the hell do I have to lose? Literally a, a dollar. So why not do it? Yeah. Why not do it? And then I and then of course we talk about Reddick plus sixty five hundred. So. Put a dollar on it. It's 65 bucks. If he goes to the Celtics coming off the bench and, and D-Rose goes to the Clippers coming off the bench, let's say, and they win six, man, what the hell do you have to lose? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, man. You know what else I like put a dollar on? I'll tell you this right now. Trey Young, Trey Young for MVP. Plus, you better book. Plus 10,000. Oh. Put a dollar. You win 100 bucks. No, no put $5 on them. Put $5. Yeah, like. That's not that's not that's not out the picture. Like, I feel like if the Hawks win enough games and they get up in the top five seed, and Trey Young is balling, that Trey Young we know 28 to 38, 28 points to 30 points a game with that eight or nine assists, you could book it. Yeah. And by the way, carry on from from Big Perk last night, Trey Young with a casual 38 points, finally looking like that elite in all caps, player that we know him to be, keep going, young fella, right? Like Trey Young, all, he could put up 40 a night. He really could. Yes, yes, yes. I actually got a text from somebody today asking me, do you think, one of my fellow colleagues at ESPN asking me, do I think that Trey Young, do I like Trey Young game? And I was like, yeah. Like, yeah. hell yeah, yeah. He's, he's box office. He's must does, a, does a bear shit in the woods? <laughs> I, your country perk you you out there in the in the country does does a bear shit in the woods i don't i never i ain't trying to be that yeah. close to a fucking bear yeah, yeah right shit i i, I don't know yeah, we got wall hogs and gators and shit where i'm from so i don't know <laughs>
And my, okay, my last put a dollar on it. I think again, neither a finger finger roll nor a fadeaway. But I'm going to put some money on the Miami Heat to win the East. Okay, I don't think for the finals plus one thousand to win the East. I think it's possible. I don't think there's a clear cut favorite in the East, especially with health and safety protocols. We talk about yep. the Clippers going down. That could happen to the big three in Brooklyn. Like we don't know what is going to happen. We know that Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, Avery Bradley are coming back, and if they get Bradley Beal. Put a dollar on Miami to win the East plus a thousand right now. Those odds are on. It's great value. They're going to only get better. Uh, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Put a dollar on. All right. Good. Is there, is there any other, what are we missing? Like any other long shot bet that you like that, that you think people need to put their money on? Um, if, if I had to, if I had to say a long shot bet, I would say like, Put 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 a dollar on put a dollar on like Colin Sexton, right? Put yep. a dollar on Colin Sexton just because. Put a dollar on him to win MVP. What's like? What is his MVP? What is the, what is the numbers on him? Yeah, let me look it up. The thing is, I gotta go. I gotta go deep because it's like you gotta scroll down like seven pages to find Colin Sexton MVP numbers. But look, keep talking. I'm gonna look right now. I'm gonna get there. It's like scroll. Yeah, I scroll. mean, because oh, here we go. Plus twenty five thousand. Put a dollar. Why not? On why not? Just I mean, it's not like you like it's a dollar. It's one buck. Like, put it on there because it's not. It's not like out of reach because once again, the East is wide open. And if Cleveland happen to find themselves in that top seed and he's still doing what he's doing, people are going to start mentioning his name. And right now, we don't know what could happen. Yeah, we don't know. By the way, I I, I said something about put a dollar on. We were talking about Christian Wood, and I was like, put a dollar on Julius Randall. You know for for most approved. Most approved. Or, yeah, and this dude on Twitter was like, but why? Christian Wood's the fate. He's going to win. I'm like, bro, that's not the point. Like, that we're gambling. So, like, that's exactly right. You put a dollar on homeboy, Julius Randle. Why the fuck not? I have only a dollar to lose. Even if Christian Wood is the favorite, that's that's exactly the point. There's great value in putting a dollar on Julius Randle for most yeah, approved. Yeah, then it is Christian Wood. Yeah, Ju- Julius yeah. Randle plus 3,600. So put a dollar. Yeah. 36 that, that's bucks. That's what I'm saying. Look, but that's what I'm saying. Sometimes common sense just ain't that common to people like well, that. Well, and people don't understand that. Like, I don't have to like think that this guy's going to win it or not win it. It's I'm, we're talking about value. We're talking, and also sometimes I don't even have to think that this team's going to win the game. I just think they might cover. You know what I mean? Like, it's, some people are emotional betters. They bet with their hearts. They bet with their their. They go homer. And other you people, can't do that, right? You always tell me, hey, per I got Perk, I got one for you. <laughs> Deshaun Watson to the New York Jets. Put a dollar on it. Hell no. <laughs> oh, he's he is not going to the Jets. Oh, where's he going? Niners. Tell me the Niners. 49ers. God, you just made me so happy. I, I, I mean, that's 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 the offense for him. Like that West Coast offense, a mobile quarterback. Like that, I think that's a perfect fit. That is yeah. a perfect fit to me. Yeah, for whatever reason he said, or maybe it was, you know, taken out of context that he wanted to go to the Jets. Maybe he wants that big New York uh, market, which is cool. But like, yeah, like go to the system that suits you, bro. Like, yeah, you've already been in a bad situation once. Don't do it again. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what direction the Jets are going in. Like, just don't do it. Yeah. All right. So. I think you should put some money on the Jazz as a sleeper. It's not that big of a plus 800 to win the West, but I still think uh, put like $10, put $100 on it. And I then, agree. And then we'll talk about Paul George as, when he comes back. Right now for MVP, though, 
he's plus 4,600. So a dollar pays out 46 bucks. So why not? Not a bad, not a bad pick. Look, if, and th this is what I'm saying. Just get you a $20 bill, go to the store, make change, and just place dollars here, there, and there, and there, spread it out. One of them, your odds are hitting is great. Yeah, it's literally singles in roulette. You stand at the roulette table. You don't put all your money on one number. I mean, you you can, but you, that's dumb. Put a put a couple singles or nickels on five or six, seven, eight different numbers. Yeah, are you hedging your bed? Eh, whatever. Not really. Like you never know, especially if you you do that consistently, at, like in roulette. Your numbers are bound to hit at some point. And and I think I think the same is true in futures. Obviously, only going to win once, but like why not spread it around a little bit? Absolutely. All right, bet. All right, so we got that. Let's get the hell out of here, Perk. I know we got a lot to do today, but you know, before we do that, I do want to talk about the Super Bowl because just we're, like let's get out of basketball and keep it kind of kind of close. Your boy CJ McCollum, who's out right now, CJ McCollum is taking bets. He said he's got his money on uh, what do you call him? The baby goat, um, Patty Mayonnaise, Patrick Mahomes in the Super. So he so CJ's taking bets against the goat of all goats, Tom Brady. What do you think? Are you going to take the Chiefs slash Mahomes for any anything? Uh, I think they're three point favorites going into the Super Bowl. I am I am betting everything I have on Patrick Mahomes. Okay, wow. But because look, what, what I've witnessed, what I witnessed last week, what they did to the Buffalo Bills, who by the way I picked, I thought was going to win. Yeah, who's a very good football team with a very good quarterback with a very good receiving core and a very good defense. I mean, they literally spotted them a nine point lead and just walked it down like it was nothing quick and just took control of the game. And all of a sudden it was just born. You don't have you don't have anybody to match up with Kelsey and Hill, Patrick Mahomes scrambling out of the pocket side on throws. And by the way. The Chiefs' defense has been BSing us the whole season. They've been bullshitting us the whole season because they turned the, they have turned the hell up in this postseason. Yeah. They've turned the hell up like they are a problem. So to me, it's like it's like almost like Derek Fisher always was horrible in the regular season. And then all of a sudden, you like D. Fish might be the best point guard in the league. The way he upped his game in the postseason. That's how the Chiefs up their game in the in the postseason. So with that being said, I understand Tom Brady. I understand Leonard Fournette had a couple good carries. I get all that. But it was still in reach for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to win that game. If Patrick not for an interesting play call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole lot of them, right? Giving up the touchdown and have like all that yeah. shit was mind boggling. Take the Chiefs for the game. I'm telling you, I will not go against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. I mean, I don't. I, it's not too many teams out here just running 51 yard uh, jet sweeps to a guy that just dropped the punt and, and making it up to him. And they, I mean, they just make it look too easy, and it's yeah. not fair. Yeah, shout out Nicole Hardman. Um, so Kansas City three point favorites according to our guys at FanDuel. Uh, look, Brady to win MVP plus two twenty, Mahomes to win MVP minus one hundred five. I am not going to bet against Tom Brady ever again, just like I'm not going to bet against LeBron James ever again. And I just <laughs> I, like I, I'm just not going to do it. I man, like I think the, I think the Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl. I think Brady's going to he's mm. going to he's going to get them one. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, like you said, Fournette got Gronk out there. Cameron Brate, Bruce Arians, shout out Bruce. 
I think I think the Bucks are going to do it. It's only a three point spread. Kansas City, that's nothing. I'm taking Tampa it, Bay. Okay, all right. Well, you just make sure you have your phone on, all right? Uh, let's do it. And by the way, this could be the the third slash second in our in our line of bet to ten. We still have the Kevin Durant going to score fifty. I don't know how you're feeling about that bet now, but uh, we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. I don't think he's going to do it. You do uh, have a fifty point game at some point, and then all right. Perk has Kansas City to win the Super Bowl. I have Tampa Bay. Um, you guys, Perk is going to be on all the smoke tomorrow with with Ooh. Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. So make sure you the check un, that the out. Un, the unfiltered Perk too at that. Not 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 the soon tile Perk that you see. No, this was unfiltered with my brothers Matt Barnes, Stack Five, who I've been knowing since I was fourteen years old. That we've been through the trenches with. So look. I was uncut. I used the word mother. I used motherfucker a hundred motherfucking times, but it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. You're the first one after the boys won uh, iHeart Best Sports Podcast. So, man, it's a, it's a good look out, out the gate. Them, right? That's good so dope. Like, like that whole story. Shout out to you, Jaina. Shout out because it's so dope. People don't understand, like, to, to what they done, what y'all done to, to leave. And, and look, people have to realize. Matt and Steve had major platforms at, at some pretty big networks. Chose to go off, do their own thing. A lot of people didn't agree with it. And, and all of a sudden, it became like, uh, not only like, you know, for us like Art Radio and all the people that matter favorites, but a fan favorite. And it's yep. just that it's just authentic. It's okay to, to show to be yourself. It's okay to smoke a little loud every now and then. Okay, cool. Whatever floats your boat. But one thing you cannot knock about those two, that they keep it real and they're very intelligent. So I'm looking forward to, to, to you know, hey, look, watching these two guys grow. I think this is just the start. And by the way, I can't, you know, hey, I just can't wait. Yeah, yeah. It's dropping tomorrow. Showtime, iHeart. Yeah, those guys bet on themselves and it's working out really well for them. Um, One last thing before we get out of here. Our, our big cousin, Cousin Sal, Cousin Sal just dropped a book yesterday. It's called You Can't Lose Them All. And you can't lose them all. That He's absolutely right. right. <laughs> so shout out, shout out our big cousin, Cousin Sal. He's got to come off his- Shout out to Cousin Sal. Great he's, guy. All right, let's get out of here on this perk. Um, yesterday was the one-year anniversary. We lost Kobe Bryant and Gigi Bryant and, uh, and others. Um, you played against Kobe in the 08 finals and many times. You have a a, 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 a quick story, a favorite story about uh, competing against Kobe? Well, I mean, it's, I have a lot of them, but like, you know, just the one was his competitiveness. Like Kobe was a guy that talked noise, but he was ruthless and uncut with it. And you like it because that's what I grew up under. So I was with Oklahoma City. And I switched out on the pick and roll when I was going. Kobe was late shot clock, like five seconds. And I'm like, let me see it. I clapped my hands, tried to get down like I was really about to guard him or whatever. And he hit me like with a, a between the legs, heads, he stepped back, some type of move. You know, Kobe getting his back. Hit the three in my face, no problem. Running back down the court, because I kind of stumbled a little bit. Running back down the court, he's like, all right, Perk. Don't make me tat that other ACL. And I couldn't do nothing but laugh because, like, that's 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 his mentality. It's like, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's kill or be killed when I step between those lines. But you see him outside the b- basketball court, and he's, like, the greatest guy ever. 
Like people have this, like no, like he's humble, like like down to earth, like and he cared about things that mattered the most. Like he wasn't caught up into materialistic things. He was just caught up into every day. His family, Kobe. I'm chilling. I hoop. This is what I do. That's a great. That's an amazing story. A, a legend, Kobe Bryant, to have the wherewithal to know everything about every player he was facing, including the fact that uh, you had a previous injury, and that as soon as he scored one on you, he could like bring that up mid game <laughs> while he's assassin, like while he's killing it out there, is just crazy. So. Uh yeah, we we lost a good one in Kobe. I appreciate you sharing that story, Perk. That's dope. No problem. All right, let's get out of here. Unless there's anything else, we'll get on out of here, right, Perk? Hey, hey, you know I'm gonna be glued to my TV tonight. So I feel like this is some good action to see. Great games. Look, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Yeah. I'm gonna be texting you and Rich, saying I told you so about the Joel and being and LeBron James. So just make sure you don't have your phone on mute. Okay, cool. We all good, all right? <laughs> My phone is never on mute. Uh, I think Embiid, I think Embiid scores more than LeBron tonight, but we both think uh, take the Lakers, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, take the Heat over the Nuggets. They're the dogs, five-and-a-half. And then um, Utah's the favorite, three-and-a-half over Dallas. I think, they, I, I think they win by at least 10. And, mm. that, and, and that line should have been, been bigger. That spread should have been bigger. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you could check us out, the Betting Academy Hoops Edition, under the Money Grab banner on Spotify or anywhere you get podcasts. You could check out Big Perk at Kendrick Perkins on Twitter. I'm GGP, Gina Paradiso, at that, whatever. We'll see y'all next time, right, Perk? <laughs> All right, later.